Hola, travel babies. We have an exciting new trip to share with you all. As some of you may know, we just got back from the Garza Blanca Cancun, and we have so much to share. This is Travel Babies. We're just two sisters trying to travel the world in style, but sometimes things don't go as planned. Each week, we talk about important travel topics to help you decide when, where, and how to explore the world in style. I'm Juliana from Travel Juliana, a professional travel blogger from Boston. And I'm JQ from JQLouise.com, and I'm also a professional travel writer, blogger, and influencer also from Boston. Combined, we have over 200,000 followers across our social media platforms, and we love sharing our travel tips and tricks with you all. But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and give us a review if you enjoy our podcast. It really helps us a lot. So it's been a long time since we've done an international trip, and we decided that Mexico would be a great place to start. It's close. It, we had direct flights. You know, it was super easy. So Juliana and I had a ton of fun at the new Garza Blanca Hotel, and we're really excited to share everything with you guys. Yes. So let's start with just getting there. So obviously, you know, like Jacqueline said, this is what this was our first international trip in a, what felt like it's been such a long time. So I think, you know, starting with something sort of close by was great because it kind of just, uh, you know, got us used to traveling internationally again. So, you know, it's only about a four hour flight from Boston. Um, JetBlue has a lot of direct flights from Boston to Cancun. We are Mosaic, so it was a great experience overall. I think they've done a really great job at making everything safe and fast and easy for everybody. Um, you To enter Mexico, you don't need a COVID test. You They don't require the vaccine, but obviously that's a huge plus. Um, but do keep in mind that you do, you will need a vaccine, um, a test on the way back, a negative COVID test. So um, I think, is it 72 or 48 hours? So when you come back to the U.S. from anywhere outside the country, it needs to be within 72 hours of when you come back. So, you know, this trip to Mexico was super easy because, you know, now we're used to getting tested all the time and we both are fully vaccinated. So we were confident in going. And just the fact that we didn't physically need a test to get there did make it a great convenient option because I think it's more difficult getting a test on your way out of the country than it is on the way back in just because when I have had to get tested to go to Aruba for example you need to make sure it's within the right time frame and depending on availability of tests and how fast they can get the results back you really need to plan it very precisely but this time we didn't have to do anything it was it felt like a normal trip. It was awesome. I mean, we could just, you know, we planned our trip, we packed, we just went to the airport. We didn't have to do anything special to get there, but on the way back, you do need it. And the great thing about these kind of resort cities like Cancun, all the hotels are doing a great job in making sure that American travelers have, you know, the availability to get a COVID test within the 72 hour timeframe of coming home. So for us, since this was a quick trip, we just got tested on the second day that we were there and we knew we would have the results in time to go back home. Yeah, they did definitely make it really easy to get tested there. Um, So that's, you know, if you're traveling to Cancun, just keep that in mind. It's it's easy to to get your negative test on the way back. Um, Okay, and then so we arrived in Cancun and the hotel uh, Garza Blanca was only about a 30 minute drive from the Cancun airport. 
Yeah. And the interesting thing about this property is that it's actually not in that major, you know, hotel area that you think of when you think of Cancun. Um, you know, this is actually north of the airport. So you're a little bit north. You're obviously still on the water, but it's a little bit more secluded, which is really nice because you don't feel like you're in that mega resort area where it's only tourists, that kind of thing. So it feels really authentic and a little bit quieter, which is really nice. Yeah, exactly. I, I noticed that as soon as we were driving from the airport to the hotel, like I honestly, I didn't know exactly where the hotel was. And I was like, okay, we're probably just going to be like on that main road with like all of the huge resorts. Like it'll just be one of those, but it was very secluded and it wasn't next to a bunch of other hotels, which I really liked. It was, it felt more yeah, just like secluded and like you could really be alone, which I think a lot of people are looking for these days where it's just, it's a really nice feeling to go to a resort and have it not feel crowded, especially because of COVID. Exactly. And, you know, the team at Garza Blanca, I mean, they're part of Taffer Resorts, so they really focus on their service and hospitality. So, you know, from the minute we got there, we really felt like we were being treated like VIPs. So when you arrive, you have this beautiful welcome drink. It's made with mezcal and lime. It's super refreshing and also really gets you in that mood that you're in Mexico, you're on the beach, you know, it's time to relax. So that was a great little greeting to the property. And then just once we got to our room, you can really tell that they wanted this to be a luxury resort. You know, everything was planned out so well. I mean, each, every room type is amazing. I mean, because you have views of the water, of the pool, just really feel like you're in a luxurious space, but also you're not going to forget that you're in Mexico. They have some really fun touches. There's pops of lime green everywhere, and it was just a really nice place to be. Yeah, I think, you know, when we, as soon as we arrived, I felt like, ooh, this is really like a nice uh, sort of retreat, you know, from, from daily life because you're really in this nice luxury um, environment. And, you know, like Jacqueline said, they have so many amazing rooms. I think every room is special just because it, they all have like a private either balcony or pool. And so you really do feel like no matter what room you stay in, it feels uh, you have that luxury feel. Um, but so the, we stayed in um, an ocean view suite, which was amazing because it was on in the um, on the corner of the building facing the water and also facing the pool. So we had like, you know, a huge wraparound balcony, which was probably my favorite part of the room. Um, I think it was, it's just, to me, that's like waking up right on the beach with the sun sunrise right there was, was probably my favorite part. So um, yeah, definitely they have, all of their rooms are amazing. Yeah, I mean, just waking up to the sound of the ocean is one of my all-time favorite things. I mean, no matter where I am, if I have the chance to stay right on the water where, you know, you're close enough to actually hear the ocean, you know, when you wake up and when you go to bed, I think that's such a luxury and it's such a treat. I mean, you know, there's nothing more relaxing than just hearing the waves crash when you're trying to fall asleep and then also hearing like the birds chirping, the seagulls, that kind of thing when you wake up. I love that. So this was such a treat and having that balcony was amazing because it was huge. I mean, we had so much room. There was a huge dining room table, multiple seating areas, you know, a hammock. There's even a hot tub. I mean, it was just so luxurious. I mean, this would be a perfect place for a family or a group of friends to come and relax. I mean, we were also saying it'd be perfect for a bachelorette party. It'd be a lot of fun. You just have your own private space. 
in the fresh air, which is everything that people are looking for right now. So, I mean, tons to offer in a perfect post-COVID trip. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say this was really just the best trip to do at this time. I think everyone is looking for this sort of thing. And I feel like this is really like having this private sort of, um, you know, your own environment to just be in is something that people are always going to be looking for these days because COVID really made that something people want where they don't want to feel crowded and feel, uh, you know, like, like everyone's just doing the same thing. So I think it's having that sort of individual experience. And again, like they really focus on the service. So you can really feel like anything you need, you're going to be able to get there. Exactly. And, you know, they do have these experience hosts, which are essentially like butlers where you can request anything that you want, whether it's a dining reservation, room service, you know, specialty drinks or snacks in your room, that kind of thing. So, you know, everybody is paired with these experience hosts. So you really have someone who's there tailoring your experience at Garza Blanca, you know, to whatever you're looking for. So if you're a family with kids, you know, maybe you need some help figuring out activities for the kids, or you want to do a spa reservation or a dinner reservation, you know, whatever it is, they're there to help you. And again, like Juliana said, you know, it's all about your individual experience and kind of your private experience. So there's just so much to offer and just the rooms themselves really lend to that private experience where you have your own outdoor space. They're, they're huge also. I mean, even the standard rooms, they're huge. They have balconies. There's just so much space. And I know everyone's looking to kind of just get out and get back out there again, but also keep to themselves a little bit more as people ease back into their, you know, traveling. So I think this is just a great option. Yeah, I think they really do try to make everybody feel like a VIP, which is hard because obviously it's a huge hotel and there. This was just the soft opening, so it's going to get even bigger. But I feel like because they're so focused on the experience of the guests, everybody feels like a VIP. So no matter what room you're staying in, none of that really matters. They just want to make sure you have a good experience, which is what makes it really special. Exactly. Um, and and just to mention, though, there are a few different room types and they do cater to, you know, your specific needs. So there's those swim up pool, first floor uh, suites. So that's if you want to be right where the action is. You want to be able to see what's going on out at the main pool. You want your own private pool, but you don't mind being on the first floor. You know, that's a great option. There's balcony suites above that where you have a little bit more view and you're a little bit more separated then the higher up you get in the hotel, you get into these mega suites. So there's, you know, oceanfront view suites like the one Juliana and I stayed in where, you know, you're really focused on the view and the space, that kind of thing. But then also there's loft suites where they're, they can be up to four bedrooms. They're two floors. They have a huge, you know, entertainment area, huge balconies. Those are really meant for families or groups of friends to hang out. So there's really something for everyone. And I think you know, no matter what room type you go for, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. I mean, Jacqueline and I got to see a tour of all the different room types and, you know, we stayed in the, in an ocean view suite, um, which I loved because it was huge. And there was all this room, like, you know, these rooms are really made for like bigger groups, which like, I would love to come back with a bigger group or family and, and enjoy it because you just have so much space. Like they're three or four bedrooms. You can really fit a ton of people very comfortably. And like, you know, Jacqueline said, even on the balcony, there's so much seating. Um, so that's also just something really special that I've loved about the rooms is just, 
you can tell they're really catered for a, a certain need for people. And it's true. They do have a ton of, um, you know, things for kids. Like obviously Jack and I don't have kids, but if, if you were coming with like a family and you had small children, I think everybody would have a good time. And so, cause they have like certain areas just for children and that sort of thing, um, which is really great. Yeah, but I think let's move on to our favorite part besides the view, of course, and that's the food. Yeah, so, you know, I wanted, I feel like we could almost just do a whole episode on just the food because literally, like, I, it was so good. Everything we tried was so local, so fresh. There's so many different options of food that you can try. You know, it really, I think there's definitely something for everybody. Um, I think Jacqueline and I were just really impressed because a lot of times with all inclusives, sometimes they're the focus isn't really on the food and the quality. It's mostly just about just about like the quantity that you get because it's an all inclusive. People think like, oh well, it's just an all inclusive. I want to be able to just get as much stuff as possible. But I think here the focus is really on quality, and that's why we loved it so much. Um, so you know, to start with, like we can just go through each meal, I guess. I think with breakfast. Um, you know, we ordered a ton of fresh fruit. It's very local, very fresh. Um, we got a lot of traditional sort of Mexican breakfast dishes. Um, you know, what was your favorite one, Jacqueline? I mean, for breakfast, I mean, I was impressed because I love a indulgent breakfast. And I think they did a really good job with blending the local culture with, you know, what Western travelers are expecting. So it was amazing. I mean, we did, you know, we tried kind of all the breakfast options I mean from in-room dining you know they have a, a slightly pared back menu from what you can get in their main restaurant but the pastries were always fresh and hot when they arrived the fruit was be- was beautifully displayed super fresh as well um, and then you know any you know omelets that kind of thing were cooked perfectly so I mean all the basics were definitely covered but when you get to their local cuisine you know some of the Mexican dishes like chilaquiles and enchiladas that kind of thing I think it's a must. I mean, they were delicious. It was exactly what you want to have when you visit Cancun. And I'm so glad they had those things on the breakfast menu because it was a perfect time to really, you know, get a taste of the local flavors, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I think, honestly, like I love a good hearty breakfast, especially, you know, you and I were outside, you know, for most of the day. So we were like, okay, let's eat a huge breakfast and then maybe do a smaller lunch. Then we knew we were going to do a bigger dinner. So I think the breakfast was just perfect and it was so fresh. And that's exactly the kind of thing that I'm looking for when I travel is just good, really good basics. If there's really good basics, I'm always very impressed. Um, So then for lunch, there's, there's also a ton of different options. So one day, you know, we were sitting at the pool and we wanted just something sort of quick and easy and just really local. So we ordered, like, they have a lot of different snacks that you can order at the pool. So it's, it's stuff that they have at the restaurant, but again, just a little bit more pared down. Um, So they had, so we got like fish tacos and tuna salad, like a lot of amazing seafood. I think that was my favorite, you know, one of my favorite parts about the trip is just all the very local seafood because it's just harder to get, you know, in Boston when it's not seasonal. So um, we definitely really took advantage of that. Yeah. I mean, the fresh seafood was unreal. I mean, it was delicious. We got to try so much and so many different preparations of the seafood. I was super impressed by that. I mean, Chef Tiago was so good. I mean, he was super creative and you can just really tell he has a passion for his authentic, you know, local Mexican cuisine, 
but he also is, you know, internationally trained and, you know, brings all of these inspirations into his food and his flavors. So super impressed and it keeps it exciting, right? Because if you're at a resort for us, it's easy for us to get bored with the food because a lot of these resorts, they serve the same thing. You know, they serve the same breakfast every day. And for foodies like us, we get bored so easily with that because I want to try something different every day. You know, the reason I go to Mexico is to try, you know, some local Mexican dishes, some authentic, you know, heritage dishes, but also I want to just try the fresh produce from the area. And it's funny, you know, in the past, sometimes in Mexico, it's like, where are the avocados at these resorts? Right. Because (laughs) avocados are expensive, even in Mexico, because they are a hot commodity. So, you know, here I was so excited that we had so many avocados and they were incorporated into dishes so masterfully. I mean, it was just delicious. Yeah. And it was just everywhere. And that's a good point. Like Chef Tiago, I feel like he's so talented, but he could literally make food for anybody in the world from any different country and everyone would like it. I really think that because he just, he is so international in how he cooks. And, you know, like you said, I feel like he just really focuses on like the freshness how local it is and he really creates these dishes that are like obviously like traditional Mexican but have an international flair which is what I really liked about it it wasn't just like you know this is because also if you go to different parts of Mexico it's it you'll get something more local to that area too yeah exactly and I think he did a great job at you know, blending kind of modern interpretations of traditional dishes, which is really fun. And, you know, that's what you would expect at a luxury resort. So, you know, I think he did a great job with everything. And, you know, for us, you know, we got to have this amazing lunch that he cooked for us in the room, um, which is amazing. We really got to try some of his fresh creations, I guess you can call it. I mean, everything from you know, grilled octopus to, you know, a lots of veggie dishes. I mean, that's the other thing, you know, you can choose to eat healthy here because like in our last episode, you know, if you eat mostly plant-based, you know, don't flip the switch and eat a ton of meat when you go on a trip because your body's not going to feel good about that. I mean, for us, we like to try everything, but both of us do try to eat, you know, as plant-based as possible just you know we like to eat our veggies basically along with meats and fish and all that as well but here we really got to you know keep eating a lot of veggies along with a lot of fresh seafood so our bodies just felt really good which helps you enjoy your trip even more yeah exactly that's the other thing too is like we ate so much food but I would I never felt like overly full or like great and like sort of energized from the food which was another sign that it's like amazing quality. Um, So, and then just to move on a little bit. So another thing that we did, we had a really cool um, tequila and mezcal tasting on the beach. So it was, you know, they have this, this really cute little like food truck right on the beach. It's super colorful. They have like a little area where people can sit and just a really cute little spot. Um, And they organized a tequila tasting for us, which was honestly, like I learned so much from it. I thought that was really cool. I think Jacqueline and I really enjoy sort of learning about how like these different alcohols are made. What, how can you tell a good one from a bad one? Um, So I think that was another like really huge highlight of the trip. Definitely. I mean, the tequila tasting was a lot of fun. I mean, of course you're in Mexico, you want to try some local tequilas and 
for us, we do love learning about the history and, you know, how things are made. I mean, it's just like wine. I mean, everyone automatically thinks that wineries and vineyards are the place to learn about wines. But in Mexico, you know, they're known for their tequila. So we learned about the agave plants, you know, how long they take to mature before you can harvest them, which is eight years, by the way. So every there's only, you know, new vintages of tequila every eight years from these agave plants, which is amazing. I didn't know that. But yeah, I know the tequila tasting was just super fun because we just were able to learn so much about it. And so I think incorporating like the history and that those sorts of things can be a really great addition. Um, and then after that, they set up an amazing sort of picnic on the beach for us. Another, like I was blown away by how good the food was and just the whole setting, um, you know, it was right on the beach. Jack and I got to enjoy like um, sort of like an, uh, yeah, just a picnic with like a, a bunch of different little bites to try. So like different meats and cheese, fruit, you know, desserts. It was just a, an amazing sort of ending to our trip. Yeah. And I think something like this would, again, be a ton of fun for a family or a group of friends as well, because you're in this amazing setting. So why not eat on the beach, right? I mean, the sunset was beautiful. It was just such a nice night. And then paired with this great like tapa style meal, it was delicious. Yeah. I just really want to go back literally just thinking about the food. I know. I know. Thinking about the food, like I want to go back. Um, but of course, we can't forget about all the other reasons to go. I mean, basically, if you're looking to take your first getaway after COVID, I'm sure you're imagining, you know, some beach time and pool time and just having fun with your family and friends. So so Garza Blanca is currently on a soft open. Um, they are planning to have their grand opening later this fall but even now during the soft open there's plenty to do I mean they have some beautiful pools beautiful lounge areas a huge beach with you know beach chairs and beach beds available so there's tons to do and right now it's still quiet because it's just a soft open so I mean if you're looking to make a quick getaway this summer I mean we highly recommend it yeah I mean the pool was just amazing I think kind of what sets them apart is just it's it's like right on the beach and it's so huge and actually I really can't wait until uh the grand opening because they have some amazing plans uh coming up for them I think it's really going to be like a really special hotel in Cancun and just really different from all the other ones that already exist I agree I mean we talked about the food but they have so many more dining concepts planned that are on the way. I mean, there's even like a rooftop bar, rooftop restaurant, some more poolside restaurants. I mean, there's just a ton coming. So I'm really excited to see how the property turns out once it's complete. But right now, it's definitely a destination ready to host visitors. And for us, I mean, we love going to places when it's a little bit quieter. So we loved it. I mean, it wasn't busy at all. It was, we had so much space to ourselves. It's just a beautiful place to be. And it was such a nice first international trip of the year. So I thought, I think it was a great start to our traveling season. Oh yeah. It was amazing. Definitely um, makes me want to travel more. I think I definitely want to go back to it, especially, you know, after the grand opening, when everything is done, I just cannot wait to see it when it's all done because they really do have some amazing things planned, you know, food-wise and others. So um, no, yeah, I'm just really excited. It was an amazing trip overall. And, you know, one other thing to mention too, you know, I don't know, maybe some of you have already seen what we posted on Instagram, but we, they have a mayday, amazing photo spots. Like you can take take a photo from pretty much any direction and get an amazing view, an amazing background. So 
that's, you know, we love to take so many photos on all of our trips. So that, that was a huge plus too. Exactly. I mean, just the modern hotel kind of juxtaposed with the nice island tropical setting. It's just beautiful, perfect for Instagram. So if you're looking for a place for photos and to just kind of have fun for the first time in a while, this is definitely the place to do it. Um, And just to kind of recap, I mean, our experience coming home, I mean, this was our first time coming home internationally since the U.S. put the rules in that you need a negative COVID test. So this is our first time experiencing what that's like. So basically, you know, we got our COVID test at the resort. We got our results. We had a piece of paper um, with the results said negative. So then we headed to the airport and, you know, we fly on JetBlue. So we're flying um, Mosaic. So we went right up to the Mosaic line because when we tried to check in on our phones, it said that we couldn't get our boarding pass on our phone. And I'm sure that's because of these new rules where you need to go up to the check-in desk to do the COVID um, information for coming back to the U.S. So, you know, we went up there, we checked in, got our boarding pass. Then we needed to fill out a paper form, you know, attesting to the fact that we had a negative COVID um, result. We showed our paper to the check-in agent. Um, But then the second step, and I think a lot of people skipped this because once we got late, once we got further down the security path, we saw a lot of people having to turn around. So you need to fill out a paper form that you give to the check-in agent at your airline's check-in desk. And then you also need to scan a barcode and, um, you know, fill out a digital kind of a similar thing digitally on your phone. And then this gives you kind of a green check mark to get through security. So, you know, Mexico knows that U.S. travelers need to have this negative test, et cetera. And it's just kind of a general health form that you're attesting that you don't have symptoms, et cetera. You're safe to fly. So you need to do both of those things before you can go through security. Yeah, I think that's definitely a great tip to share because, you know, we did see so many people like turning around, not doing the online form. I will say like it was a little confusing. I think if they put all this online, it would just make the process at the airport faster. But, you know, it's still pretty easy just when you're there. So I think knowing that ahead of time is also good. Um, But definitely make sure you have your negative COVID test because you have to have proof of something that says that you're negative. We're starting a new segment every week. And at the end of each episode, we'll be saying our favorite travel tip of that week. Okay, so our travel tip of the week is do your research when it comes to food at all-inclusives. So traditionally, all-inclusives have not been known for their high culinary standards. They've been more known for the volume of their culinary offerings. So for us, we were so impressed by Garza Blanca's food, food program, food and beverage program, and we would definitely recommend it. So we really recommend if you're looking at a all-inclusive look for the reviews specifically about the food because food really can make a difference on your trip, not only in your enjoyment, but also in kind of your well-being, how you feel. You know, if you listen to our last episode, what you eat can really make a difference in, you know, how your body reacts to your new surroundings. So definitely do your research when it comes to food. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for tuning into the Travel Babies podcast. We really appreciate your support. And if you enjoy our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and give us a review. It really helps us a lot. We hope you enjoyed hearing about our trip to Garza Blanca, Cancun. Catch us next week on tips for how to work while you travel. Thanks, JQ. Thanks, Juliana.